Welcome to Uncommon Real Estate, where it's all about finding creative solutions for real estate agents and investors. In exclusive mastermind conversations with some of the brightest minds in real estate, you'll learn how to earn an extra six figures a year. Don't follow the herd. Be uncommon. Here are your hosts, multi-millionaire real estate agent and investor, Chris Craddock and Jeff Safright. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Uncommon Real Estate. And we've got uh, Michael Hellickson here with us. And we are going to be able to talk about how to be successful in real estate, how to, how to stand out, how to be uncommon in a world of very, very common and average agents. What do we got to do to stand out? So here we go. Michael, please tell us about yourself. Where are you? Where'd you come from? Where are you now? And where are you headed? And uh, yeah, what's going on in the real estate world? Yeah, I love it. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on. Super excited to be here and uh, what an honor that is. So uh, yeah, so I've got a little bit of background in real estate. Started selling real estate in high school back when I was 18 years old and uh, eventually grew to become the number one team in the country uh, doing literally 120 to 180 transactions a month, uh, very consistently. Had 750 listings in active and pending status uh, at one point in time. Uh, and I'm sorry, 120 to 180 closings a month. I think I might've said listings, but it was the closings per month, 120 to 180. So I uh, did a lot of business. And uh, what was really cool is did that with just 16 agents on our team. So we were really, really high producing for the number of agents. And uh, what was really nice about it is I was able to work just uh, 12 days a month. And so our core value at Club Wealth, uh, you know, now I run Club Wealth Coaching and Consulting. And by the way, we're not selling anything today, you guys. We're just going to bring you a ton of value. I'm going to show you some things that you can do right now to really take your game to the next level and to be, as Chris says, uncommon in real estate, right? To be uncommonly successful. Uh, but uh, now I get, to, I get to lead the Club Wealth and we've got just over 75 coaches uh, all of whom uh, sell more real estate than the people they coach. And if they, and on the broker owner side, they have bigger brokerages than the people they coach. And, and uh, the, but one of the things we do is we help people accomplish what I accomplished, right? It's about working more in less uh, time, you know, or, you know, getting more done, making more money and working less time. And uh, our core value is that no success in the world can compensate for failure in the home. So as we do this, as we make millionaires, what we want to make sure is that we're not destroying the family in the process. We want to make sure that you're able to have a great life, uh, whatever that looks like for you, as you're building your wealth, as you're building your company. So yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell. Uh, I mean, there's more, but, uh, but I suppose that's probably all anybody here probably needs to know. And really what it's about is you guys. It's about how are we going to help you do more and be more and make more with less, with less effort. Absolutely. Okay. So, so let's, uh, let's dive into that because, um, you know, I, there, there's a saying that says like, what does it gain a man to, to you know, what, what does a profit a person to gain the whole world, but lose their soul. Right. And we right. happen all the time where people will, will give up things that matter for them to, for things that when they achieve them, they, they realize they ultimately don't matter. So, so what you're talking about is two separate things. One is like, absolute success how do you have success in the world like like success that everybody would look at but then it's the behind the scenes success it's the success in in the life it's the success that for for the things that money cannot buy right so with that said why don't we um why don't we start and just talk about what is the as, as you're as you're coaching as you're seeing agents that are are being successful what are you seeing you know success leaves clues right so what are you seeing as 
kind of the, the core pieces that need to shift in an agent's life, business, career in order to go from being insanely average to becoming uncommon? You know, it's really simple. It, it, you know, people talk about goals and goals are great. Don't get me wrong, but goals suck compared to habits, right? Like I don't care what your goals are. If you don't put the habits behind the goals, the goals don't happen. Uh, and if they do happen, unfortunately, they can take over your life. And, and to your point, uh, you know, it's, it, it's not enough to go out and make a ton of money. I want to make money, but I want to make sure that I do it in a way that's congruent with my beliefs, my values, and, and what I really want my life to look like. And success does leave clues. And so what I want to do is I want to first develop my habits. And I want to, as, as I'm doing that, it's important that I'm hanging out with the right people, right? And they say that we become the socioeconomic average of the five people we spend the most time in. And it's true. So you got to ask yourself, who am I becoming as a result of who I'm hanging out with? And who am I becoming as a result of the habits that I have in place? And there's three habits that every single business owner, I don't care what business you're in, doesn't matter if it's real estate or selling widgets or you know HVAC, it doesn't matter what you do. If you wanna be successful and you wanna do it in a way that allows you to have the life you really want, then you're gonna to have to develop these three habits. And so let's dive into habit number one. And if, if, if you think you know what it is, what is the one thing, let's talk about this. What is the one thing that every business has to have that's the lifeblood of your business? And if you don't have it, you will fail. Type that into your screen right now, wherever you're watching this, if it's on Facebook, if it's in the webinar here, type it in your screen. I want to know what you think the first habit that you have to have no matter what is, or you'll go out of business. Can anybody guess? What is the one thing that your business has to have? I'm not getting anybody piping up saying, I think we know what it is yet. Oh, okay. I got some consistency. Yes. Consistency is extremely important, but what has, oh, there we go. Eric Johnson's got it. All right. So I, I love it. Thank you, Eric. All right. So customers, right? And cash flow, Tasia, cash flow is a result of these three habits, right? These three habits are going to lead you to cash flow. In fact, if we have time, I'll give you the top five habits, but we're going to start with number one, which is lead generation. If you don't have leads in your business, I don't care how great your service is. You can provide the greatest service. You can be the greatest real estate agent on the planet. Take better care of your clients than anybody else. If you don't have leads, you're out of business, right? You're not, and and whether, regardless of where those leads come from, you have to have a consistent flow of leads. And so here's what happens. Generally speaking, most agents start off chasing business, right? That's doing things like you know, cold calls, FISBOs, expireds, open houses, you know, things where we're trading time for dollars, if you were, where we're going out and we're trying to chase these people into coming and working with us. What you want to do is you want to transition as soon as possible to attracting business, right? Where you can naturally have these people come to you through, and, and you can put systems in place that consistently bring you new clients on a regular basis. Now, it's interesting because a lot of real estate agents think, oh, I'm so good at, at lead generation. Well, all right. If real estate agents were as good as we think we are at lead generation, then guess what? Realtor.com and Zillow wouldn't exist, would they? Right? The reason those guys came, came out to be and the reason those companies grew so big is because they figured out that as, a, as an industry, real estate agents as a whole suck at lead generation. And so we're not going to get deep into all of the different types of lead generation you can do right now. But understand that there's over 2,000 lead sources in real estate today. You only need to make six figures in, in net income. You only need about 10 or 12 of those. To make seven figures in net income, you only need about 
25 lead sources that are consistently kicking off just a few leads a month. Uh, and you can make a consistent seven figure income. And Chris, I see you've got something on your mind. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I was, uh, uh, I'm just, I'm listening in on this. So I'd be curious, um, you know, I, I, you know, we have a, a handful of things that we, like in our company that we, we really push. Um, but I'd be curious, where do you see, you know, I mean, let's just say the first one is sphere always, but where do you see the lowest hanging fruit? If somebody were to want to go to, to from zero to six figures, as far as, uh, uh, you know, as far as those lead sources. Well, I'm glad you brought Sphere up. Let's talk about that for just a second. You know, and, and I love Sphere just as much as the next guy. And I'm all about growing your business from your sphere of influence. In fact, you should be able to look at the size of your sphere. And we'll, we'll just assume that for the sake of argument, the average real estate agent out there right now has about 250 people in their sphere of influence. So on a 250 person sphere of influence, I should be able to do somewhere between 10 and 20% of the size of that database in annual transaction count. So I should be able to do 25 to 50 transactions a year just through my sphere of influence. If I'm, if I'm cultivating that database properly, if I'm doing the things I need to do with my sphere, then it really comes down to just really four client events per year. If I just focus on those four client events per year, there's not a lot of other things I need to do to get value out of my database and to hit my 10 to 20%. But we'll go into that if we have time later. The problem with sphere, here's the problem. Eight years ago, the National Association of Realtors did a study they figured out, and they, they do this every year. They do their polls and their studies, and they figured out that 61% of the average agent's business comes from their sphere of influence. The problem is that four years later, that number dropped down to 41% in four years. We don't know what last year's numbers were, but we, we, I've heard they're in the 30s. Uh, but what we know with a surety is that the amount of business the average agent gets from their sphere is declining dramatically and quickly. Why is that? That's the question we have to answer. Can you guys guess why it is? Anybody on this watching, anybody know why that is? I'll tell you this, here's what happens. 92%, write this down, everybody grab a pen and write this down. 92% of all home buyers start their search online, 92%. Now here's what's really crazy. 72% of the 92% work with the first agent they come in contact with that doesn't drop the ball on follow-up. Now think about that for a second. Have you ever done a transaction? I know you guys have. Chris, Jeff, you guys have to have had this happen at some point where you've done a transaction and you're thinking to yourself about the other agent on the other side of the transaction. You're just like, why would anybody choose that knucklehead as their agent? Right? Like, how does somebody come to the conclusion that that's their best option? I, I know you've all had an agent on the other side of a transaction that you felt most that way. Most of the time, yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so everybody's on most of the time, right? Well, why is that? Well, the reason that is, is because of this 92, 72% stuff. Because 92% of buyers just go online, they start their search there, and 72% and of those work with the first person they come in contact with doesn't drop the ball and follow up. And they end up with a substandard agent. So at the end of the day, what do we need to do to combat this? You know, is it, does it mean we put more effort into our sphere? Probably not. That's probably not the solution in most cases. In fact, the solution more often than not is we have to diversify our lead generation systems and tools and practices. And so we have about 109 out of those 2000 lead sources that are out there right now. We got about 109 that we recommend to our clients. Uh, with your permission, when we get done today, if you guys are okay with it, I'll share uh, 17 of my best, 109 with everybody. But understand this, lead generation doesn't have to cost a lot of money. What you guys got to understand is simply 
implementing lead generation tools, one new lead generation source per quarter, write that down. Every three months, you need to implement one new lead generation source. And then you got to do three things with it. Write these down. You need to automate it. You need to delegate everything that can't be automated and you need to eliminate anything that's unnecessary with that bit, with that lead generation tool. So once you do that, over time, you will start transitioning away from chasing business and towards attracting business. You'll have to do that. And don't get me wrong, early in your business, when you're, when you're not doing as much business, you're going to do more things like cold calls, FISBOs, expireds, open houses, all that kind of stuff where you're spending more time bringing in business because you have more time than you have money. But over time, over, you know, as you grow and as you implement these systems, you should get to a point where now you have more money than time. And so now you just write a check and you get business. And now you just worry about handling it. So habit number one is lead generation. Habit number two. Now you guys, before I'm going to habit number two, Chris, Jeff, you guys anything to say on habit number one? No, it's great. That's, That's great. good stuff. All right. So habit number two. Habit number two is very straightforward. The only thing, according, you know, if you look at Realtor.com and Zillow, the only two things these giants in our industry have figured out that we suck worse at than lead generation is what? It's lead follow-up, right? As an industry, we suck at lead follow-up. Welcome to uh, Op City and Zillow Concierge, right? That's how those came about. Because well, they I, I'll tell you, I love, I love that you're differentiating that because I don't think many people do. And that's one of the big, big things that I, I'm always teaching is, you know, lead gen is bringing them to the top of the funnel. Lead follow-up is pushing them through the funnel. And most people, uh, they can, I mean, most people are good at neither, which is why it's, it's right? people that are like the small percentages doing all of the business. But the ones that start getting better are the ones that, that are good at one. And then the ones that absolutely blow it away are the ones that are good at both. So yeah, I'm glad you're making a differentiation between the two because it's, it's huge. Yeah, you nailed it, Chris. You absolutely nailed it. And that's the thing is, this is why this is the, and people ask, well, why is it so hard to get the commissions I used to get? Why is there such downward pressure on the commission? Because we're giving up the things that we used to do that brought us all the money. The money is not in the easy stuff. The money is in the lead generation and the lead follow-up. And then the third habit that I'll get you in a minute. But that's where the money's at. And that's why these companies have gone after that money because agents are so willing to pay for it. Now, I'm not suggesting that you shouldn't buy leads. In fact, I think of, of the lead sources that we recommend, some of them are purchased lead sources. Many of them are free lead sources, but, but you need to have a blend of all kinds of different lead sources. Now, understand this. There's, some, there's two different things. There's ROI and there's cash conversion cycle. And understanding both is very important, right? So ROI is... If I spend a dollar, how many dollars do I get back, right? So if I spend a dollar on leads, how many, I wanna make sure I'm getting at least $3 back. If I'm getting less than $3 back, it's a bad investment. Um, a good investment would be like one, I spend a dollar, I get eight back. That's what, that's what we're shooting for. We really wanna to get to like one to eight. Now, cash conversion cycle is how long does it take from the time I spend that dollar till I get my $8 back, right? And every lead source has both a different ROI and a different cash conversion cycle. Realtor.com and Zillow, for example, are low ROI, short cash conversion cycle lead sources. So I get business quickly, but it's not as profitable for me. Whereas sign calls is very high ROI and a little, and actually sign calls are decent. They're, they're fairly low on the, on the cash conversion cycle also, but let's use a better example, Facebook leads. Facebook leads are extremely high ROI, but they're extremely long cash conversion cycle. Same thing with pay-per-click leads, right? I don't have to spend a lot of money to get them, but it takes me 12 to 24 months before the majority of them will convert to a transaction for me. All right, that Which said, why, I mean, 
and you see this over and over again, which is, you know, you talked about Op City, all the other stuff. I mean, you just like, I've got so many friends that have thousands and thousands of leads just sitting in their database. And, and actually uh, one, of my, one of my best friends and I started talking about this. We looked at the leads in our database, which is when we upped our, our spend on, on inside sales agents. Like literally we had probably about a million dollars in GCI every single year that was just sitting there dying that we needed to resurrect. And, and we're already seeing that now, just, it's unbelievable. So anyway, that's, that's huge. It's huge. It, it just takes a little bit of love to get these things to resurrect, as you say, and to come in, into fruition and make money on them. So now watch this. So, and we've only got about 11 minutes left, it looks like. So I want to make sure I get through this quickly for you, but understand that with lead follow-up, there's two components that you have to nail. Number one is speed to lead. And without going into too much detail, let me just tell you, you got to get your speed to lead down below 30 seconds. Period. End of story. A, a lead comes in, you got 30 seconds to get to it because I got news for you in the first five minutes, there's going to be four to five other agents talking to that lead. Some of you are thinking to yourselves, oh, but Michael, I buy exclusive leads. Yeah, I got news for you. No such thing. All right. Why is there no such thing? Because they're not just clicking on that one freaking website. They're clicking on Realtor.com, on Zillow, on your website, on 10 different others that sell it to 10 different other agents. There's no exclusive leads in this business anymore. We get about 85 million leads a year in real estate and only eight and a, uh, eight and a half million sales per year, right? Do the math, right? 10 times as many leads as there are actual transactions. So there's lots of leads out there. That said, I also, not only do I have to get my speed to lead down, I absolutely have to get my tenacity of follow-up up. And I want you to write this down. Here's what you gotta do. You're gonna follow up with them in six different ways. The six ways you're going to follow up are phone, text, email, video text, video email, and my personal favorite is Facebook stalking, right? Now, people say, what are you talking about Facebook stalking? That sounds terrible. Listen, stalking used to be a three to five year sentence. Now it's a six figure income. Trust me on this one. You guys, you got to start stalking these people on Facebook, all right? You don't know how they communicate. You got to figure it out. You got to touch them in all these different ways and they will tell you how they best communicate. And that will be by the way they respond to you. You'll know that's how I got to communicate with them. Now, Tenacity, how often do I need to follow up with them? Write this down. You're going to think I'm crazy when I say this, but listen, take it from the guy that was literally closing 120 to 180 transactions a month. Okay. Trust me. I know how to follow up and I know how to get these things done. Here's what you got to do. Three times a day for the first three days, three times a week for the next three weeks, three times a month for the next three months. I'll give it to you again. It's the rule of three, the club wealth rule of three, right? It's three times a day for the first three days three times a week for the next three weeks, three times a month for the next three months. Now that does not mean that I'm gonna call, email, text, video text, video email, and Facebook message them three times in the first day if I get a hold of them once. I'm not gonna do all of these things each of these times, but I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do combinations of this and there's no magic to what the combinations are, but you have to be tenacious about the follow-up. You have to be touching these people frequently. And as quickly as possible, you've got, you absolutely have to get these people retarget it. So you got to get them pixeled on your website so that you're able to Facebook retarget them as often as humanly possible. I want them to see you every time they go onto any website or anywhere on Facebook. I want them to see you literally 33 times a week, no matter what, 33 that's, times a week. I mean, and, that, and that's one of the, the biggest keys. One of my favorite phrases in life, persistence breaks resistance, right? Like that is how to get through on it. Um, we were, we were breaking down with one of my, uh, one of the business coaches I have, we were breaking down um, 
you know, the success habits of, of people that are successful. And I was looking at the success habits that I've had in my life. And uh, um, one of the things that one of the, you know, my, my COO said, like re referred to me as like, just relentless. And, and that's, I think that's just what everybody has to be in order to yes. win is, is be relentless, you know, can't get your feelings hurt. Just keep going and going and going and don't quit. So I, I love that, man. I love it. It's, it's success leaves clues. Jeff, you look like no. you're about to say something. No, that's awesome. I, just, I love the quote that you, uh, that you threw out earlier. I, I hope people caught that. I want you to run it back if you remember it, but, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, stocking used to be, what did you say? Six years. Yeah, stocking used to be a three, five year sentence. Now it's a six figure income. Yeah, no, I love it. That's, that's awesome. I, I think and that's the thing. I think, uh, you know, especially when you're, when you're early on, you know, there's a level of awkwardness that you feel when you're in this follow-up, you do feel like you're annoying people. You feel like you're, you know, you're a nuisance. You feel like you're stalking them. And, uh, you know, but, but as you, as you really begin to work with clients, you begin to realize is, is it's actually helping them along because they oftentimes, you know, you, you have the people that, that go out and, you know, they just splurge and they, you know, buy, you know, just offhand, but you, but a lot of people are very reserved and especially the bigger the purchase, the more reservation that they have. And so, you know, they might not be picking up your call. They may not be responding to your text, not because they don't like you, not because they don't want to buy, but because there's a level of resistance to the purchase in, in and of itself. And so, right. you know, you know, one of the things that I've learned as I just continue to go through this is that I'm not annoying them. I'm actually encouraging them, right? Uh, I'm, I'm nurturing that, that resistance and that, you know, caution that they have to such a big purchase. You just well, nailed I mean, it. Heck, when, when Catherine, my wife, you know, when we met, she had a boyfriend. And uh, you know what? I just hung in there, right? I just stuck around. Just, <laughs> goalie doesn't mean you can't score, right? Come on. Dude, you sale of your life. That proves you're a good salesperson. <laughs> exactly. So, sell and be sold. <laughs> exactly, right? Well, and so you guys, you're, you're absolutely nailed it. You know, these people aren't ignoring you because they don't like you most of the time, right? They just have other things going on. They've got life happening and they maybe just were, you know, a little bit uh, tepid about the, the purchase itself or the, or the sale itself. Now understand, here's the best. I'm going to give you a script right now. And I'm not a huge scripts guy, uh, but there are a few that are very helpful. I'm going to give you the world's greatest follow-up script. And uh, Chris, based on what you just said, I have a feeling that you'll appreciate this one, especially the world's greatest follow-up script, whenever you call, stop asking them, you know, so are you ready to buy yet? Are you ready to sell yet? That's just like in your face, irritating, self-serving sales talk, right? Don't do that. You know, the only script that's worse than that is when you, you do the, oh, by the way, if you were thinking about buying or selling a home or had a friend or family member who was, do you have a real estate agent you'd refer them to? That is the worst, most self-serving script on the planet. If I ever hear you say that, you are never going to, like, I don't ever want to hear that ever. That's terrible. That said, here's the best script you can ever use. And it's easy. When you call up, say, so, so Chris, Chris, hey, man, I just, I just want to give you a quick call. I want to make sure I wasn't dropping the ball on my end. That's literally all I do. I just want to make sure I'm not dropping the ball on my end. And here's what Chris's response. So let's say I'm talking to Susie, homeowner, right? Susie's response is almost always going to be, you know, oh, no, no, no. It's not you. It's me. I've just been busy, whatever. It's like that girl in high school, right, Chris? Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just they, they feel bad. And it tra and transitions you from being that sleazy salesperson that only cares about the sale to a servant who generally cares about them. And that's how we want to be positioned. We want to be genuinely compassionate and genuinely concerned for their well-being, and we want to serve them, and they appreciate that. All right, 
So we've only got four minutes left. Let me go into this last habit really quick. So we've got to get lead follow-up nailed down. And by the way, Donna asked me to repeat the six methods. It's phone, email, text message, video text, video email, and Facebook stalking. Uh, all right. And Jeff, oh, you just posted those as well. Thank you for that. All right. So here's habit number three. It's lead conversion. And yes, this needs to be a habit. All three of these things you've got to do every single day, five days a week, if you want to be successful, and they should make up 90% of your day. The rest of the stuff you do doesn't make you money. These are the three things that make you freaking money. This is what 90% of your day should be. So lead conversion, here's my quick synopsis of lead conversion. You want to know who's better at lead conversion than real estate agents? I'll tell you, it's the dumbest group of people on the planet right? It's people who have a product that they sell that can get them thrown in jail. It can kill their freaking clients. Yes, I'm talking about drug dealers. These people are morons and yet they're better at lead conversion than real estate agents are. Why? What do they know that you don't know? And by the way, I've never done drugs, so don't even go there. But why, what do they know that real estate agents don't know? There's, there's a phrase I want you to remember. Can, do you got it, Jeff? You know what it is? I don't know. I was just going to say they want, they know they want the product. They want the price. So how do they get you hooked on their product? You are absolutely right. How do they get you hooked on their product? It's very simple, right? Write this down. First one's free, then you got to pay. Write that down. First one's free, then you got to pay. How do you use that to your advantage? First of all, you got to understand what's your product. Everybody type this in your screen right now. I want to see everybody type into your chat box or on the Facebook feed. What is your product? What are you selling? And I'll bet most people get it wrong. I'm going to be curious to see if anybody gets it right. What are you selling? What is your product? Eric Johnson, you are the man, dude. This is like the second time you've had the, the, the right answer uh, and out of two attempts. So you're two for two, brother. So it's you. You're the product, right? It's not your service. It's not your expertise. It's not the house. It's you. You are the freaking product. So you got to ask yourself, how do I give them the first one free, then make them pay, right? How do I get them hooked on my product? Do you sell better face-to-face -face or voice-to-voice? -voice? So is it, do you sell better over the phone or in person? What do you think? I think the answer for just about all of us is we sell better face-to-face, -face, right? So first one's free. Here's what bothers me about real estate agents I've never understood. Real estate agents consistently, when you get a buyer lead that comes in, what do real estate agents try and do? Before you go show them houses, you want to get them pre-approved or pre-qualified, right? That is sales prevention 101. Stop it. You're making them jump through hoops. You haven't served them yet. You haven't given them any value yet. Watch this, Chris. I got to pick on you because you were talking about being able to sell yourself into your marriage. So I got to ask you, you ever been on a blind date? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay, but let's assume that you were. If you went on a blind date, you knock on the door. She opens up the door. Do you dive right in for a kiss? <laughs> no right you're not getting a second date well depending on the kind of girl i guess right i, mean, that's, I don't know but <laughs> chris is like well my kind of girl no i'm just kidding all right so but here's the deal you don't dive right in for a kiss right what you do is you bring her some flowers you take her on a date you take her to dinner you go to a movie you bring her some value and then maybe if you're lucky you hold hands by the end of the day but you know what what most real estate agents are doing with their clients is they're trying to make out with them on the front porch before they bring them any value you guys, show them the house. If you have a pulse and you want to see a house or you have a pulse and you're considering selling your house, I'm going to be Jerry freaking McGuire in your living room. We're getting face to face and we're going to have an opportunity to build rapport and get to know one another. And then and only then will I have the opportunity to earn the right to earn your business.
Absolutely. And, and that's one of the big things, man, I'll tell you what, I've, I've heard so many scripts, so many times people talk about the percentage conversation, the commission conversation, and people have that conversation over the phone. I mean, if you were having that conversation before you show the difference in value and a value proposition, I mean, you're an Uber driver, you're just like everybody else. Like, there's no reason why you would, you know, do that. It's, 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 it's unreal. Well, hey, I know we're at the hard stop here. So but we did have one question from Richie that uh, um, wanted to, to hit. He was just asking, if you could just touch on some of the basics and I know, and, and we'll, we'll talk about how people can go a little deeper with you, but on Facebook, he's asking, how do you do Facebook retargeting? Facebook retargeting is actually super easy to do. It's super simple. Um, all you got to do is you go in, in, into your ads manager and in your ads manager, you search for the word pixel P I X E L. Uh, and it'll take you to a spot where you can download your pixel code, right? It's an HTML code. You can literally copy and paste it. There's even a link right there where you can just say, send it to my web developer. But all you do is you take that HTML code and you put that in the header of your website. Nobody sees it. It's invisible, right? To the people that visit your website. But what it does is if they have a Facebook account and they go to your website, Facebook will now know it. And now you can send ads to anybody that's been to your website that has a Facebook account. Every time they go to Facebook, you can make sure they're seeing your ad and not just Facebook, but when you advertise on Facebook through the pixels, especially now, they'll see you on Instagram. They'll see you on HuffPost. They'll see you on words with friends, like everywhere they go, you're following. Nothing's better than when your buddies or your potential clients are all of a sudden seeing your ad when they're playing Scrabble with their kid, right? Because you're just there all the time. And it's like, they start getting the feeling that, well, man, there must be a reason why I keep seeing this. Well, the reason is because you're paying for it, but they may be thinking the reason is because somebody's telling them they need to do something with you. And so, all right. That said, do you want me to give you those lead sources really quick? Should I do that? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Okay. So guys, grab your cell phone. Everybody grab your cell phone. So I told you I'd give you 17, but if you do this right now while we're live, I'll actually give you 31 of our best lead sources. So grab your tech, you know, open up your text messaging app on your cell phone. I want you to text the words club wealth. That's two words, club wealth, uh, W E A L T H. I want you to text those words to the number 727 287 5993. I'll give it to you again. 727 287 5993. If you send it right now, we're going to send you 31 of our best 109 lead sources. Um, and again, you just text the words Club Wealth to 727 287 5993. If you wait until we're done here, I'll still give you the 17. But if you do it right now while we're live, I'll give you 31. So. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for bringing it here, Jeff. Uh, well, first, how can people, uh, I, I guess you already gave how people can connect with you. So if uh, they do that, um, yeah, that, that'd be great. Is there anything, any other ways that people can connect, get in your world, get, you know, just, just connect with you? That's it. You know, I would suggest do that. And then, you know, the other thing is that when you've connected with us there, we'll have somebody on our team will reach out to you to make sure that you received the, the lead sources. When they reach out to you, they're going to offer you a free coaching call with one of our coaches. Now, all of our coaches sell more real estate than the people they coach. And this is not a sales pitch call. This is like, literally, they're going to tear apart your business. They'll look at it. They'll say, okay, what are you doing now? What's working? What's not working? Uh, what are you willing to do? Where do you want to get? What are you not willing to do? And then they'll build you a roadmap for the next 12 months. And, and we'll do this for you once a year for free, right? We don't, every agent on the planet, we do about 500 of these a month. Uh, and we'll do it one time a year per agent. Uh, but take advantage of that. I mean, these, these coaches that we got, we got over 75 of the smartest people on the planet are coaches at Club Wealth. I mean, these are baller agents. We've got coaches that do 3,000 transactions a year. Um, and so take advantage of that. 
if you want to learn more about coaching, you're going to have to ask them about it because they're not going to cram it down your throat. They're just, they're just there. They're just there to bring you value right now. Um, the, and so I would start with that. Do that. Now, the only other thing you can do, I would add this to your list. Go to Facebook. Go to groups, right? So facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash club wealth. We've got 35,000 really cool agents in that group. We weed out the knuckleheads. If somebody's a jerk, we just move, remove them from the group. And so get in there. You can learn a lot of stuff for free. You can connect with us. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. That's great. All right, Jeff, you want to take us home? Absolutely. Thank you, Michael. Great stuff there. Hey, friends, it's uh, good to be back myself. I think I've missed the last two or three uh, lunch boxes. So uh, again, hope you uh, enjoyed our time today. A lot of great stuff, great information here. Remember to text Michael t uh, Club Wealth 727-287-5993. And uh, hey, we're going to be back here same place, same time next Tuesday. Hope to see you then. Hey, crush this uh, weekend and uh, see you Tuesday. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Uncommon Real Estate. Subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with the latest mastermind conversations from Chris, Jeff, and other uncommon real estate industry leaders. If you love this podcast, please write us a review. And to fast track your real estate career, go to chriscraddock.com.